welcome to the 27th podcast in our series at Plugin India and we are delighted today to have with us Bharat Kocharji who's uh, the co-founder at Trontech. Trontech is a Delhi based company which has its lithium ion battery assembly unit in Delhi NCR and also an R&D and design center in Bangalore. They have been delivering batteries to the EV industry since 2013. Today there are more than 1 lakh e-rickshaws which are been running on Trontech batteries. and from 2017 onwards trontech has started supplying lithium ion batteries to the major ev oems in the indian market so let's chat with samrat to find out what's happening at trontech ask him a few questions uh, samrat ji welcome to the channel thank you very much you have been in the battery space for a fairly long time started with lead acid now you transition to lithium ion uh, so now what pressures do you feel to take Trontech ahead. So uh, lead acid was not that challenging as the lithium ion. So the biggest challenge what we are facing now is from the small battery assemblers who are just assembling the batteries in a room. They would buy the raw materials from any small trader. They would assemble the battery and try to go to the customers and tell them it's the same battery it's like a lithium battery only so for the end customer he does not understand the difference between a gold lithium ion battery and because for him the outside box looks the same so since this is a new industry altogether it's going to take some time for the customer the whole value chain to understand the difference between a branded reputed battery and out of a small room battery so this is the current challenge now just just a small digression batteries account for such a large cost for the vehicle do you think manufacturers would be tempted to kind of do their own supply uh, you know make instead of buy is that going to be a future challenge or do you think uh, people who have specialized in the battery like you will kind of continue to be offering some advantage to manufacturers so we see that as a threat for four wheelers we didn't even enter the four wheeler space for that reason that the four wheeler guys would do their own batteries but coming to the two wheeler and three wheeler they don't want to do it because this is uh, like a three wheeler is fairly uh, unorganized market having the exposure to to china for a good quality cell and for that matter the other raw materials is not that easy for three wheeler guys coming to two wheeler again there's a lot of startups in this space so you know the bajaj and tvs the volumes are quite less compared to the big than the other ones who have really gone gone really big in this time like hero electric okinawa ajdinder ev benling so they were not never in the two wheeler space before the conventional ic two wheeler expertise why we are able to uh, give them a better solution is only for the reason so we make bulk purchase so for a, a two wheeler guy if he is buying only for himself he will he may not be able to crack that kind of price what we are able to do that in terms of raw material purchase secondly we offer all india service for all our customers i mean so all our two wheeler and three wheeler the end customers the oems they get all india service from us building that kind of service infra for Uh, any uh, two wheeler oem is going to be a difficult task as a battery guy so we offer them the full spectrum from sales to service now uh, just coming to the second part setting up manufacturing doing the research doing the testing doing different kind of configurations all of this kind of obviously requires a huge amount of capex right yeah, so and is that is there some funding that you have got or is this self funded so far so till now it's a bootstrapped venture we have any listeners who are listening in and who want to kind of invest in tontech would you be ready to take money from them 
so not at the short term and uh, not in the short term but maybe in going forward in the long term we, we might do that or nothing uh, in a very short term so so maybe if if you get into something like uh, cell level manufacturing because i don't think there's anybody in this and and a lot of people expect the biggies in the battery space to look at uh, cell manufacturing seriously we are very very clear so we will be focused towards battery pack assembling because cell manufacturing itself is a totally different domain so you just focus on making the cells so this industry uh, is very much dominated by china so if you see the example from china's so battery cell manufacturers are not the battery pack manufacturers very very rare case that there is a interlinking that the cell, the cell manufacturer is also making the battery pack but they each one is do, doing its own domain a cell company is making the cells the battery pack company is making the battery so we are very very clear that we are going to be focusing only towards the battery pack are you saying that you feel that uh, a competition from china is very very monopolistic and it's kind of very difficult to kind of get into that space because there's nobody who is looking at it. even the biggies in in india are not looking at cell level manufacturing biggies have already right. started discussing but uh, hmm. till now they haven't find it too lucrative to just jump into that even with the uh, government acs scheme so they are just making their calculations uh, how it's going to happen it will happen uh, i would not say it won't happen it will happen the biggies have already planned it uh, excite amron uh, but how fast they're going to do it uh, will depend because they are also trying to understand the market what product they should launch because every chemistry every uh, cell type has a different uh, assembly line and the use case is still not standardized in india because for like for two wheelers we use different cells for solar we use different cells for three wheeler we use different cells for four wheelers different application different kind of cells for maybe a forklift is a different application for energy storage is a different kind of different kind of cells so there is no standardization to so one particular cell which can fit all so like for the lead acid batteries what was your your primary raw material was lead maybe a different capacity of the battery but primary raw, raw material was only lead and the separator the form factor of the cell the chemistry of the cell the life cycle of the cell is totally totally different as per use case application so that's why but the biggies are waiting but is there going to be a challenge sourcing raw materials because lithium salts are not so easy uh, to get and if we are again dependent on uh, imports for that uh, that's not going to help solve the problem so that's very true so if you start uh, even assembling or making the lithium cells in india you you will be again dependent on china for the raw materials or maybe some other countries where chinese have already invested or yes. they have already like uh, like undermined their whole uh, capacity of the um, the mine the lithium uh, the lithium mine so that's going to be again a big challenge to source the raw material once you get into cell manufacturing i mean for any biggie to start cell manufacturing so so maybe india should just get into sodium batteries or something with that which we can get so sodium over sodium has just been uh, introduced by some chinese company right and it's going to take okay. some time for that so that's why the biggies are not jumping in at the moment in lithium ion because they don't even know what's going to happen in next year which technology is going to take the lead maybe lto or the sodium or maybe a third technology lto is a fairly established technology it's just that it's too expensive so i too don't know how many yeah. applications will exist yes. for lto so too it's got very good c rates to in which you can charge with but again how many people will bet kind of dollar value for lto we don't know so even with us we have just started testing the lto and given it mm -hmm. for some kind of application but not on commercial use 
I mean, because the the price is five x the normal battery, yeah, and uh, still the customer does not want to invest so much. Like, I mean, the upfront cost. So the biggest selling category in the electric vehicle industry today is the e-rickshaw, and lead acid continues to uh, dominate. You know, so so are you looking at a transformation in that market, Samrat? Is that going to happen at all, or do you think lead acid? Has a space and lithium-ion has a space, and both of them will coexist for many years to come. What's your take on that? So, Atulji, uh, there is a big transformation is actually happening from lead to lithium. So, I would uh, so for the replacement market, it is very very difficult to crack into with the lithium battery. But the new or oh, the new e-rickshaws which are coming have all lead. Have, I mean, the shift is, is major from lead to lithium. and the reason for this the major reason for this is because of the fame subsidy the fame subsidy has bridged the price gap between the lead and the lithium so with the in with the fame subsidy interestingly in some states our e-rickshaw fitted with the lithium battery is cheaper than the lead acid battery fitted rickshaw wow okay. for that matter okay. assam has come out with a policy if you avail the state subsidy and the fame subsidy your e-rickshaw is actually cheaper by 22000 than a lead acid battery fitted e-rickshaw because government does not give any subsidy for lead acid batteries no i'm saying subsidies are temporary usually right so for example one yeah, year so, two years governments run yeah. out of money very fast you know so a lot of programs that we've seen which are funded by the government don't end up uh, uh, performing that well once funds kind of dry up so you know in the absence of subsidies samrat ji do you think yeah. lead acid will survive on its own or do you think it's a technology which is best like dead and buried kind of thing so, so lead acid will exist it won't die out not only i'm not talking about only about india but around the world but there's going to be a major major shift from uh, lead to lithium there are many uh, other factors because of the polluting nature of lead acid battery the recycling of the battery the total cost of ownership is quite less in lithium ion battery so there's going to be a shift obviously it's a new technology people are getting used to it people get, are getting adapted to it but it won't happen very soon but uh, i would say 30% market will be converted to lithium ion very uh, i mean in next couple of years not very wow. far but maybe 3 to 4 years uh, good estimate to kind of make and i hope that that transition happens because i think the economics is what kind of drives business and if uh, you have uh, the total cost of ownership being less for the lithium ion then i think i'm i'm sure that uh, what you're saying will kind of come true the lead prices are going up the lithium prices are falling i, I mean in the short term lithium prices are going up but in the long run everybody knows lithium prices will fall so yes. uh, in the long run obviously the lithium will take over the market of lead now coming to uh, the lithium battery back and uh, you know you you you've taken a very Uh, brave call to kind of totally get out of lead acid and put all your eggs into the lithium ion basket <laughs> so so one of the things which, which distinguishes uh, lithium and lead acid is the bms i guess you know so so yes. uh, a lot of the intelligence or the safety related features come in from the bms so i just would want if you could just discuss your own bms in terms of any specific features that is that uh, you know how does it compare to uh, uh, bmss which are say given by companies like lithium balance right uh, your software being done in house like what what kind of stuff is going into your bms today so we have developed our own bms quite uh, it's at quite matured stage now because what uh, in bms you need to keep on updating 
you get some errors you keep on updating so it's at a quite matured level now it has some additional features also uh, many advanced features besides the safety features like we can actually disable the bms or the battery from a, by a remote location okay because you see in the e rickshaw the there is there are a lot of thefts happening theft of the battery and theft of the rickshaw both so yes. this feature actually allows the the driver or if we are at the back end so so we get a complaint that okay my rickshaw got stolen so we have a feature that we can actually disable the battery from a remote location the sim card fitted into the battery is that how it yes. happens yes there is iot fitted there is iot fitted with the battery okay with which is integrated to the bms and the and once we send a command from a remote location the battery can be switched off plus That's we have fantastic. the gps the gps features the uh, it it stores the data of the battery the state of health the state of uh, the state of charge those are the basic features but some additional features what we have incorporated as per the customers uh, need right so uh, samajik moving on from the bms into the uh, you know one one feature which kind of worries a lot about people is the battery life you know so in the contrast lead acid to lithium ion what kind of charge discharge cycles can uh, kind of go in with your uh, battery and what degradation can we expect at the end of your warranty life so we offer a 3 years warranty so this uh, the cycle life is approximately 2000 1500 to 2000 cycle life and we okay. offer a 3 years warranty based on that for e rickshaw and two wheeler battery and at the end of warranty you have still have 80% uh, remaining life of the battery okay 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 it's which is not, which is very it's good it's not like that just at the end of the warranty your your battery is uh, die, is like down and dead so 3 years is the right. warranty and expected life is 5 years at least 5 years and at the end of that 5 years is there a kind of a possibility that these batteries can be second getting a second life in terms of storage panel or, you know solar storage or that kind of a thing is that something yeah. that uh... so it would really depend on case to case how how much the battery has been degraded and what is the condition but depending on different use cases uh, battery can be used as a second life which is being followed around the world correct so you mentioned one state of health kind of thing so i am not very clear what's the difference between state of charge and state of health are they the same thing or is there something no, which is kind of different no state state of health is basically what is the remaining life of the battery state of charge right. is how much the battery is charged to run for that particular uh, run so so does your bms also allow this does it have this feature or are you planning to introduce this feature no our bms already has this feature it can actually show the state of health of the battery okay okay so when when for example i am buying a uh, a vehicle second hand can i kind of uh, go to a dealer of trontech and ask uh, my friend to kind of tell me okay what's the what's the expected life remaining in this particular thing is that a question that the dealer will be able to answer for me yes he would be able to answer i mean not uh, okay. if he would equip the dealer with that kind of uh, uh, the equipment sure otherwise somebody from our tech team will obviously can can uh, okay. give these details okay is there is there kind of some cell balancing issues or this kind of repair thing and and who will end up doing this will it be the ev dealer will it be the battery people what are the plans in no, future so we have our team of service engineers field service engineers who would go and repair the battery for any issue for any major uh, second level uh, 
issue the battery has to come back to our service center for repair so uh, you're working with both chemistries as of now right the lithium iron phosphate and this is the uh, nickel manganese cobalt is that correct yes yes we work in both chemistries right so so what is the right application for which of these because let's take two wheelers as an example you know so the the vote seems to be divided between these two chemistries is as a battery manufacturer is there any uh, word of advice that you would like to give uh, prospective owners of vehicles which one to go in for what's the right use case for which one so uh, obviously lft is a safe technology but uh, in two wheeler we have a limited space under the seat to fit in the battery that's why for the lf for the two wheeler we are we have to choose only between nmc batteries while in three wheelers and solar application you have a big area where you can install the battery so in that case we offer lfp batteries in two wheelers you also require instant torque instant power so in that case that is only can be derived by the ncm so in two wheelers what what percentage of uh, your share uh, is of uh, lfp like for example if you're making 100 batteries how many are lfp and how how many are nmc so for two wheeler 100% nmc for three wheeler 100% lfp for solar 100% lfp so from a safety perspective is there anything that a user as a, an ev driver maybe a two wheeler or a three wheeler whatever uh, should be doing any specific do's or don'ts for uh, you know uh, lithium batteries which kind of will can help avoid such situations and the next question after you answer this is what do you do if you have a fire so uh, it is very difficult to comment on what competition is doing but at trontech we follow the best practices and we have been delivering the best quality batteries uh, the safe batteries in the market uh coming to the do's and don'ts uh for the for the driver and the owner is so so they already have a mentality to wash their vehicle with a water spray and a water gun which should be really avoided for a ev because if water goes inside the battery that's the biggest uh, enemy uh, i would say the biggest enemy of the the battery and it can easily catch it can lead to catching fire even if the batteries are fully sealed but even if slightest of the hole or anywhere any escape route the water goes inside that causes problem for the battery maybe right. a loose connection or <clears throat> maybe a thermal runaway so so avoid water of course if you are going through a normal waterlogged road we are assuming that there is enough sealing in your batteries to ensure that you know the rain water doesn't kind of get in yes uh, anything else in terms of uh, safety for example you said something about connections loose connections so is there is there some uh, health uh, which we can be checked about connectors because if there's something that happens over there that could lead to trouble if your connection is not if you have a poor connection even in your home wiring if your connection is poor yes. you get some short short circuit the same philosophy follows everywhere in, in electronics what are these specific things that uh, you are doing as a manufacturer which will reassure our listeners that that the best practices for safety in terms of design are being followed by trotec yes sir. so in terms of the design also firstly and the choice of the raw material is very very important 
so the cells yes. the the grade of the cells is very important if you're using a very inferior grade cells to save money obviously you you're going to compromise something maybe the life uh-huh. or the quality or the safety so at rontec we choose the best level of the cells what we are able to get in the market secondly our bms is quite advanced and in case of any malfunction or anything so it will cut off thirdly we do we have done a lot of research in terms of the uh, the thermal uh, thermal isolation so that makes our battery quite safe so what kind of turnaround time uh, do you have for your uh, repair or replacement for example if a customer makes a complaint suppose a, there's a two wheeler battery which is kind of not functioning well and a dealer makes a complaint to you uh, say today morning uh, is there a kind of a time frame that you have in mind as so we have a sla defined uh, based on the cities so in like in tier 1 cities we have different sla tier 2 or tier 3 so it depends on uh, so depending on the and the the location it's 48 to 96 hours okay okay fair enough so so you're able to kind of uh, repair the battery or give a replacement battery or whatever it is during that kind of time frame yes. depending on what the city you are in lovely and atul you mentioned very important question which i don't want to miss to answer like what uh, precautions and how to douse a when fire when the fire happens I, yeah in case a fire happens so yes. this kind of fire can't be controlled by water and mm-hmm. by fire extinguishers so the best way is to try to so if you have something like to like a thermal blanket that's the best best solution a fire blanket because the intent is to just not let the oxygen flow inside and let the thermal thermal runaway continue so either you put sand or you put a fire blanket and try to cut the oxygen supply inside yeah, and you like you rightly said at the start water is an enemy whether there is a fire or whether there is no fire the conventional fire extinguishers won't work on the the battery fire the lithium battery fire for a layman the sand or uh, the sand is the best uh, solution what they can do to cut uh, they cut uh, the oxygen supply inside thank you samrat ji it was great chatting up with you uh, i think uh, there is an exciting future ahead for trontech and we hope that we will be updated on the journey as it goes ahead sure. and definitely would like to catch up with you uh, one on one when we are kind of traveling in that side of the country okay thank you, you. have a good thanks, day thank you thank you team thank you thanks for listening to the plugin india electric vehicle podcast you can find transcripts for each episode on our website plugin india is an ev advocacy group and a social enterprise dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in india you can write to us at support@pluginindia.com Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are self-owned and not a part of any large media organization. If you want to support our work, why not become a Patreon supporter or a YouTube channel member? It helps in paying our staff and bandwidth. You can also support the show for free. Write a review or recommend us to your friends and family. Every little bit helps. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Bye.